up, East Chai? Hey, folks, welcome back to the podcast. That's right. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. What are our names, Condra? I'm Condra. <laughs> I, oops, I see what I did there. I'm Tyler. We're the amateur nerds. And Tyler, today we are again very lucky to have a guest on the show. Whoa, someone who wants to talk to us about this movie? I know. Brian, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, speaking of amateur nerds, uh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you yeah, for coming. Join our ranks. Yeah, I, you know, I, when you asked me to come on, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wipe away my inhibitions and I'm going to reach for <laughs> <Yes>! the top. <laughs> the yes! top of the podcasting charts, where we are. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's only, I can only go up from here. <laughs> I mean, or you could get smacked at, back down when you hit almost the top. Yeah, I feel like I might get bopped. Somewhere on, on the way up to the Hey, top. Condor, what happens in Minute 85 of High School Musical? <laughs> minute 85 of High School Musical starts out with Ryan wiping away his inhibitions and ends with Darbus congratulating all. Aw, thank you, Miss Darbus. I know. Finally, she said something nice to us. <laughs> but before we jump into our minute analysis, Brian, thank you so much again for joining us. What is your history with High School Musical? Why would you want to talk about it on a podcast? Well, who wouldn't want to talk about <laughs> that know, on the right? podcast? Wait, Brian, do you know that the conceit of the show is that I haven't seen the movie? I'm watching it as we go. I did not realize that, but honestly, I kind of feel like I'm in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the movie ahead of time, though, so I, I maybe have one uh, one leg up on you there. Okay, so sorry. No, I um, no, no, no. Um, I I have, was not overly familiar with this movie. I mean, I was aware of it. You know, I, I knew that you know Dreamy Zach Efron <laughs> was in it, and I know. What, uh, I always mess up her last name, Van- Vanessa Hudgenson. Just Hudgens. Hudgens. Yes, I always, I always want to say Hudgenson. Anyway, oh, and by the way, I'm horrible with everybody's name, so um, I'm, I'm going to probably butcher character names throughout the whole <laughs> recording. But um, I was, you know, like I like I saw her. Didn't she play one of the pink ladies on? Yeah, the, like she Fox was Rizzo li- in yeah, the so- Grease Live a few years back. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched, you know, I actually watched one of her scenes. I heard she did great. And and uh, from what I saw, she did. And I was like, wow, she, this is really good. And of course, you know, Grease is my high school musical <laughs> that I like to watch. But I was aware of high school mu- musical. I was aware of that it was a Disney property. There's a couple of them. Two, three. Three. Yeah. three. yeah. And, I, and I think, didn't they, did they do a TV show too? Yeah, I feel Disney like they Plus did. has an original series. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, because I have Disney Plus, and it's always it's always right there. And I said, "Hey," uh, I said to my daughter, she's eleven. I said, "Hey, this is right up your alley. Do you want to watch High School Musical with me? I'm going to be on a show." <laughs> she said, "I already watched it." <laughs> <I'm>, oh, <wait. laughs> I said, "Why did you do that?" I, I was wild. I was just bored one night. I threw it on. She's like, "It's okay." She's like, "I like it. I like it." But she goes, "I, I don't feel like watching it with you." <laughs> I'm like, oh, so I guess I'll watch it by myself. <laughs> That's really funny. That's amazing. <laughs> so that's my history. <laughs> just dad watching High School Musical. Yeah. Even, oh, I won't even tell you what my son was is teasing me about. <laughs> oh, you like musicals, huh? Yes, I do like musicals. Let me lo- leave me alone. <laughs> I had to def- uh, defend Grease's honor, and and well, the, the the musical I watched the most at this point with my uh, with my daughter actually is Hamilton. Mm. Thanks to Disney Plus. Speaking of Disney Plus. She she turned me on to that. I I was like, ah, probably not my style of music, and and now I'm like walking around the house singing it all the time. <laughs> Dad, stop singing. <laughs> uh, we haven't we haven't delved into the similarities between High School Musical and Hamilton yet, have we, Condra? I don't 
think so. But we are very infamous on the show for comparing Grease and High School Musical. So you are in the right wheelhouse here, Brian. Yeah, oh, Grease is the word. Perfect. Well, it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand because it, both these movies have groove. They got feeling. <laughs> there's time. There's place. There's motion. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way I'm feeling. So, I'm, you know, I'm glad to be here. That's my favorite song in Grease. That's like not even like part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in fact, what got me thinking about Greece recently is it was just on the radio. I, you know, I listened to one of the, it's like the easy listening 60s, <laughs> 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, it's like all that kind of stuff you hear at the dentist's office and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Greece, Greece is the word, you know, came on. And I like, is it, it's Frankie Valley who sings yep. that from the four seasons. And I, I think he's got an amazing voice mm-hmm. and I just like, so he's like perfect. And I remember telling my dad, I'm like, cause you know, I, I, I got listening to oldies cause of my parents, of course. And, uh, I said, you know, I, but I don't really like a lot of the 50 songs. And he goes, yeah, but all the songs in Greece are from 1955. And I said, no, they're not. <laughs> they're from 1970. You know? <laughs> uh, well, Frankie Valley, he did, um, uh, can't take my eyes off of you too. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, which they did that. They used that song on, was it 10 Things I Hate About You? Yeah. <laughs> which then led to one of my favorite scenes in Not Another Teen Movie yes. when he sings Janie's Got a Gun and then yep. he gets tased because. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, Frankie Valley was still in the four seasons when that song got recorded or the original four seasons was mostly still together in that at that point. Condra, do we pivot to 10 Things I Hate About You when we finish the High School Musical series? Is that our move? Tyler, (laughs) I would love to spend, I don't know how many episodes, talking about 10 Things I Hate About You. (laughs) One of my favorite, (laughs) the best teen movie of all time. I'll I'll go out, say it. And then also, also, it just very recently won the best romantic comedy at our public library. Wow. It won the bracket. Wow. Um, what about, what What if we, after High School Musical, we do high school Shakespeare adaptations and we can also do She's the Man with Amanda Bynes? Yes. <laughs> Another movie I like a lot. Well, then then you got to do um, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Mm. But that's not really in high school, yeah, is that, it? That's also not an adaptation. Well, well, it is an adaptation in the sense that it's an adaptation of the play, but I know what yeah. you mean. Like, it's a... A take it's on not a it. modernization. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not like, a, oh, wait, I think this is like Sons of Anarchy is loosely based on Hamlet. Yeah. Or, yeah, ha- Hamlet. Yeah. We could do, we could <laughs> do we O, do which King? is the Othello one, but that one's not as good. Lion King? <laughs> Lion King 2? <laughs> Simba's Pride? Lion King 1 and a half? No, that one's not based on a on a, dis- on a Shakespeare Well, play. theoretically, it's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I heard that. Right, that's, not, musical. that's not original thought of mine. Yeah, let's get to high school musical. <laughs> so we're finishing up the end of Bop to the Top in this minute. And the stagehands come on with a beautiful tinseled ladder. Tinsel, that's the word. I, could, I couldn't think of what I said. I wrote frilly in my notes because I wasn't sure. There's definitely like another word that people use for tinsel. I think tinsel is like a regional thing to some extent. Well, it, gar- Garland. Garland? Yeah. Tinsel... Is yeah, Tinseltown right. the name of the musical? Am I remembering that right? Yeah. Then there we, we go. We get this wrong every time. It could be Twinkletown, twi- too. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's Twinkletown. But I really want it to be Tinseltown. Here's my take. So the line that Ryan, sorry. Yeah, Ryan 
not Brian, our guest, Ryan says at the beginning of the minute is um throw away your in- inhibitions, right? Wipe. Wipe away. Wipe, Sorry. Wipe them away. So because I haven't seen this movie before, but I kind of knew what Bop to the Top was, I was, the, if I had ever sung it in my head, I the line was open up your inhibitions, which I know isn't the actual line. But they say open up at some other point, and then they say inhibition. So I guess somewhere I'd heard the song, but combine the two, I'm not sure. I mean, there's just a lot of really weird lines in this whole song. <laughs> we had flop like a mop earlier. <laughs> you got you only have so many words that can rhyme with bop. Well, okay, flop, pop. slop, pop, crop, stop. Dro- well, we already said drop. <laughs> stop. I'm gonna cheap uh, cheat and go top. Cop. <laughs> they never use cop. I mean, how would you just some of these <laughs> words like in the context of the song? Just well, you could have the cop like like reach to the top because the cop is making them put their hands in the air like freeze. <laughs> put your hands in the air. <laughs> reach for the top, just like you're at gunpoint from a cop. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> it could work. I think just the cat. This song has like a lot of catchy. It's just the beat of it is catchy enough that even though it's such a weird song. It's still kind of fun. Yeah, the end of the song, at least we've kind of pivoted away from like the weird cha-cha beat and it's just kind of like a normal song-ish now. Well, yeah, once they get to the ladder, they're going for the glory and they're stepping up the ladder. Yeah, Ryan sings, we'll keep stepping up and we just won't stop. Unless your sister bops you on the head <laughs> and you have to get back down. <laughs> yeah, so there's th- <laughs> there's this moment where they're climbing the ladder, metaphorically reaching for the top. And Sharpay is like already on that. Well, like when you're climbing a ladder, you're supposed to stand on like the second to top rung, but you're not supposed to stand on the top rung. And so she's safely on the second to top rung. And Ryan is like climbing up to be equal with her. But then she bops him on his head. He's got a little fedora on. So it probably didn't hurt. So he, and he goes down a peg. He, she literally takes him down a peg. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you guys familiar with ladder matches and wrestling like WWE? No. I mean, I get the idea. Well, There's like a ladder there. Yeah. And you have to reach for the top, but you're reaching for the gold belt to win the championship. Mm. So instead of a disco ball, there's a belt hanging from above. And th- they can be a lot of fun. But one of the conceits is the guy who's reaching for the belt, you know, he can get that, he can get that in two seconds if he literally just went up a ladder and, and reached for it. But you have to like act like it's the most excruciating thing to get to the top of the ladder. So it gives the other guy time to throw you off again. <laughs> I would have liked to seen them to like just slowly crawl up there like as they were reaching for the top, but they just really couldn't make it until the end. Yeah, I, I like the idea of it being a choreographed fight between Ryan and Sharpay that <laughs> they well, have to bop to the top in terms of like bopping each other in the schnoz <laughs> as opposed to like bop it out I of mean, tune. There was physical violence at the end of this. Yeah. So. Yeah. so it did happen. And then the the kind of last line. So they, they hold out the we just won't stop. And then the, the last line is till we bop to the top. And then like horn plays resolving note. Done. Audience bursts into applause. But they actually kind of do for, for <laughs> what audience is there. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. They get a standing ovation from like three people. <laughs> I really like the reaction shot of Miss Darbus, who's like very pleased. Then there's the photographer child who's there. He's totally like not phased at all. And Kelsey's in the background. She's like kind of concerned, but she starts to clap because she's polite. 
And also, I think she's concerned <laughs> if Sharpay sees her not clapping. <laughs> well, do you also think, too, like she's concerned because maybe some people haven't shown up yet? Oh, she's definitely concerned about that. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get this little moment. Uh, so Sharpay takes her bow. Ryan kind of, you know, as you do in performances, like one person steps forward, the other person steps back and sort of claps. So Sharpay takes a big bow and there's like the three girls who were standing up and applauding for her. She, she like mouths to one of them, call, or she actually says it out loud. She says, oh, call me. And then she just walks off stage, does not give Ryan his chance to do his bow. She just leaves. But Ryan still kind of takes a bow in that he throws his fedora. Yeah, is he just giving away his hat? What's going on here? Maybe he's got like a... I, I always imagined those three girls at stand as like the backup girls to Sharpay. Like the Gretchen to Regina in Mean Girls, if you will. Or the or the Frenchie and Janice and I can never remember that other girl's name to the Rizzo of the Pink Ladies to go back to Greece. Like they're like her hype people. So Ryan maybe has someone in in the audience that like is his friend that he's throwing <laughs> his hat to. Yeah, because there's like kind of two guys and two girls that he throws his hat to, and they all kind of reach for it. I'm like, who who wants his hat? What, what's go What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's like a wedding whoever catches the hat <laughs> we'll, we'll get cast as a supporting role Brian have you ever had a fedora phase I mean as much as I I've never worn one let's just put it like that <laughs> I mean I if I could if I thought I could pull it off I would have you know because you know I was a big fan of Indiana Jones and that dude's cool yeah. you know so <laughs> I would have totally loved to look like Indiana Jones, but uh, I'm not. A, I'm not much of a hat guy. I, hats and me. I got a big head, so every hat looks like a be- You know, it looks like I'm wearing a beanie. You know. <laughs> yeah. So then the applause happens. We get this kind of moment of Miss Darbus and Kelsey and that other that other kid who we don't know. They walk up on stage, and did you guys see how short Kelsey is? Yeah. Yeah. I was. We already knew that though. I was like. Like, I knew Kelsey was, like, small compared to, like, the other teenagers, but, like, she's the same height as this other, like, child <laughs> who's on stage with them. And it was just, like, really threw me off. She might actually be smaller than the kid. <laughs> yeah. But she's dressed better. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. And <laughs> a, well, a well-dressed person can appear three to four inches taller. <laughs> just top hat, whatever. Abraham Lincoln, that's a thing. <laughs> And that dude was tall to begin with. <laughs> Cheater, that one. And then we get this moment of truth, right? It's callbacks. Miss Darbus is on stage. Well, f- well, first she says, and that's why we love the theater, folks, isn't it? Because Ryan and Sharpay just did so well. And then she calls out, uh, okay, Troy Bolton, Gabriella Montez. Troy, Gabriella, and they're not there. What's going to happen? Uh, they don't get the part and the movie's over. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what a... Anticlimactic ending. <laughs> It'd be a much more realistic ending. It'd be like this because te- this teacher doesn't seem like she wants to to kind of bend the rules, or she you know she's got her own little fiefdom that she's in charge of. So just be like, nope, you missed out. You get an F. Well, I, even though I know it's extra- extracurricular, it's not. It's not really a grade. <laughs> I feel like no. she would still fail them in like homeroom or something, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, do you think it was fair? Do you think she gave them enough time? She she kind of said their name and it immediately said it a second time. It was like, they and they weren't right there. Like, were they expected to just be on stage to half a second later? I mean, I think the ex- expectation is you're in the audience ready to go next. You're not like, 
off doing whatever and then showing up and strolling in whatever time is convenient for you. Like the point of callbacks is you're there seeing your competition and stuff. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh- but Miss Darbus has the line. She says to Kelsey, the theater, as I have often pointed out, waits for no one except for the the extra day that she put off holding the auditions for Sharpay and Ryan. But anyway, yeah, the theater waits for no one. Well, and do you think, though, too, like, in, in realistically, if if they had somebody they thought was going to knock it out of the park better than, you know, these two, you'd think they'd wait, wouldn't they? Yeah. You, you wait for the star you want, <laughs> not the – I mean, if these were somebody, they if they had no idea they were that, that good, you know, they would just be like, nope, we, you know, it's kind of like for show. You had to make it look good. Because she already had her stars picked out. But if you really, truly were like, no, this is the person I want, and I know they're going to nail it, you wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, the weird thing is, Darbus already, like, they didn't actually audition. They were just kind of hanging out on stage with Kelsey, and they started singing. She's like, you all have a callback. And then she's like, JK, not actually getting a callback here. <laughs> right, yeah. It was a tease. Although that was like the one moment of the like this teacher that I liked because I was like, oh, she's so pretentious. I can't stand her. But then when you know when she kind of overheard them and gave them a, ch- a chance to come back, I was like, oh, see, she's she's a softy underneath. You know, she she's not so she bad. She appreciates after all. the art. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's what you expect from a you know like a a theater teacher or you know whoever you know whoever's in charge of theater. What what is what what kind of teacher is she actually? Or is she just in charge of the theater? <laughs> Her classroom, she has a classroom, and it's set up with, like, a little stage on the front. So so, so she might, like, teach, like, a like an, an elective then, maybe. Maybe. You know? Maybe she has one or two theater electives, and then she also does, like, you know, the, the Shakespeare course that the juniors or seniors take. Yeah. I could see her being a music teacher, too, even though we don't actually see her... You know, like really doing that like i wouldn't be surprised if like she was the music teacher she could be like a choral instructor yeah, yeah i could see that thank you for let's like, letting us explore something we actually haven't talked about <laughs> <laughs> hey I, I'm, I'm here i'm here to question you know <laughs> question everything so yeah miss darbus says to kelsey kelsey's like they'll be here i promise and she's like nah and kelsey runs away like very upset is very sad she has like this very cute run though she does like her pouty face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does too. It's a, it's such a little kid thing. Like if this was like a younger person or a different type of show or movie, we cut to the next scene and she's like laying on her bed crying, you know, <laughs> and somebody's got to come in and be like, what's wrong? Or she's like sitting on the stairs outside with her f- arms folded and be like, huh. I want to yeah. see that too. I want to meet Kelsey's parents. They seem awesome. Are they hippies? Well, they clearly let her wear these ridiculous outfits to school. So, yes, they're hippies. <laughs> yeah. Or I was, I was thinking the alternative, she's in a super rebellious phase, and instead of going goth, she went hippie. Yeah, theatery. <laughs> yeah, that's a... I, I'm different. I'm quirky, yeah. Yeah, like her parents are like a lawyer and an accountant, and she's like, I'm into the arts. They're like, we can buy you clothes from Abercrombie. She's like, no, we're going to the thrift store. <laughs> well, she's a hipster then. Yeah, definitely pre-hipster. In in six years when she was 20, 24, she was definitely drinking IPAs and giving her strong opinions about Mumford and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're seeing the origins of hipsters right yeah. here. Hmm. <laughs> is that the real plot of High School Musical? 
Could be. And Darvis is just like, yeah, I don't care that you're upset, Kelsey. Move it on. <laughs> you guys see this big brooch that Miss Darvis has on her scarf and like this big necklace. That's called costume jewelry. <laughs> and it's meant to be big and gaudy and awful. <laughs> I say just like her personality at times. Yeah. The theta. Well, you're playing to the back row. <laughs> right. Clearly. <laughs> Well, there are a couple kids towards the back of the row because that's where Ryan threw his hat. <laughs> and well, yeah, and she so she says congratulations to all, and then we're kind of transitioning out of this minute. But yeah, where is Gabriella and Troy? Is the plan going to work? Will they get to audition? Find out next time. Oh, no, that wasn't anything. <laughs> that was good though. <laughs> Thank you. If we did that kind of thing, that'd have been great. <laughs> well, we can't just end the episode because we need to ask Brian where people can find him on the internet. Unless you guys have anything else to say about the minute. No, I'm, I'm good on this minute. Oh, the uh, only other thing I have is the sad piano music that picks up as soon as like Darva starts calling out Troy and Gabriella. There's just like sad piano music. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> another TV trope in action. Yeah, because this was a TV movie, correct? Oh, this yeah. wasn't like a yeah. That's what I yeah. Because because even on Disney Plus, I could tell where the commercials were. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's all I have to tie. Yeah. So Brian, tell us where people can find you on the internet. Well, I am uh, I am a co-host of the Marine Corps Movie Minute podcast, where we break down movies in the Marine Corps one minute at a time. Uh, we did Heartbreak Ridge, and you can find us if you just Google Marine Corps Movie Minute. Uh, we show up on, you know, Apple Podcasts, you know, where you find our website, just every everything. I just recently changed websites and it's like too many dashes in there. So it's just easier to tell people to Google. <laughs> but if you need to find us, uh, I like to be, we have, we're on Facebook and I like Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, we are the Marine Corps Movie Minute Pod. And on Twitter, we are MCMM underscore podcast. And, and you can, you know, you can find the show via that way as well. So do you guys ever do like Man Crush Monday Marines? <laughs> no, but that's a great idea. You, you know that MCM usually stands for Man Crush Monday, right? Right. Well, that's the problem. I like I'm a I'm a I used to be a big uh, wrestling fan and I used to watch WCW back when that was on. So whenever I saw Woman Crush Wednesday, I'm like, "Wait, who's talking about WCW?" <laughs> I see. No, we don't no, no man crush there. Oh, you know, except for the man crush that Perry and I have for each other as we podcast about Clint Eastwood, <laughs> or I should say, the man crush I have for Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Condor, what about us? Where can people find us if they want to engage with us? Us, us, us. People can find <laughs> people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds or me personally at Tyler Booty T Y L E R B O U D Y. You can send us an email to amateur nerds present at yeah. Gmail. We got a couple com. spam emails this weekend. Uh, people people saying oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> you love to see it. It means they care. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram and our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. I've been Tyler, and I've been Brian. And ooh, that's me. Um, <laughs> we. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Wait, no. What do I do? <laughs> you have a couch gag, Tyler. Yeah, I know. What's what's a couch gag at the end of an episode? Uh, I don't. Anyway, um, you can bet on it. You can bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>